0: Welcome everybody to the latest edition of the Rap Clash Podcast. It's your host, The Rated R, Ryan, you know already how it is, and I'm here today with a special guest, a co-writer, our newest co-writer for the Rap Clash blog. It is none other than Alexa G. How are you, my girl?
1: I am good. Great. Can't wait to start writing more articles for the blog. Great to see you. Great to be part of something so great.
0: Oh, man, it's really, it's really good to hear that. Um, and just, just to give you guys a preface, I've known Alexa for, what, three years, almost four years now. Uh, she knew me when I was a little freshman in university and barely able to, to use a TTC properly to get to school. Because ju- to get to my school, there's like three buses that you can actually take. So, uh, <laughs> guess who was there to see me fail through all of that? It's her, partly. So, uh, how have you been?
1: I've been good. Looking for pl- employment, looking for something to keep me busy. Mm-hmm. i
0: Especially That's with COVID. Tough. Times are tough with COVID. But let us all take this time and just enjoy what we have. And it is a great season that is the summer. And I sent you an article. We already know what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about summer jams, summer albums, summer music. Alexa, I'm going to start you off with a good question. We had this XXL Magazine um, article that said basically the best summer albums of all time. Uh, On there, there was stuff like The Blueprint. There was stuff like um, Only Built for Cuban Links, part two. Uh, among others, if I'm not mistaken, what's your favorite summer album? Like, what what are you listening to during the summer?
1: Well, for me, the whole summer album thing, the like, I listen to the same music over over the year. But the, during the summer, that's when all the chill music comes out because that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do because it's hot outside, and that's the music that you listen to while you're by the pool. And I was, um, I was on the XXL website and I read something about Kanye West, um, late registration mm-hmm. and Kanye's always had that unique, that unique vibe of music, that type of music that kind of makes you think, but at the same time you want to vibe to it. Mm. And there was this, the, I was watching this one video where the, um, where he was talking about how he was making the album, and then he said he said straight out that Bill Clinton does not care about us black people, and all you <laughs> hear pro- in the background is the producer going, "Oh shit." So it's it's that type of music that makes you go, "Oh shit," because during the year, especially for students, they don't have that much responsibility. Maybe they have a job, but other than that, you should be saying, "Oh shit," learning how to live life.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: making mistakes
0: i know I, and i personally love the idea of having summer albums i know late registration is definitely one i've been really onto uh, graduation lately by yay uh, i've been listening to a lot of that album uh especially with all the projects i've been doing like in the summer i work more but i try to listen to more relaxed music I've had the chance really, especially this past two weeks, I've listened to The Print Print again. I've listened to Views again, um, a whole bunch of different albums. Uh, but would you say, in your opinion, that uh, Late Registration is the greatest hip hop album to you, personally? My, and I'm just telling you very simply, there are albums like the blueprint that exist. yeah there are albums such as watch the throne
1: yes Uh,
0: watch the throne watch the throne i remember that summer for watch the throne oh future ds2 that was 2012 that was 2015 uh that was in high school that that was that, oh let let us never forget the immortal uh, pretty girls like trap music by two chains that was twenty seventeen already and Astro World, Astro World too which is also on the list. Are you really? Can you really say that late registration is better than all those albums? No. <laughs> oh, and let us never forget arguably my favorite, one of my favorite summer albums of all time, DJ Khaled's Major Key album.
1: Yes, yes, yes. He had some of the biggest artists. Oh I, my God.
0: I've said on multiple articles that DJ Khaled's method of getting superstars on an album is not sustainable. But what he did on that album is you know what? I'm gonna get every star, and no matter what, I'm making a banger. Uh, yes you have for free by with drake on there you have holy key you have jermaine's interlude nas album done has a track with fat joe busta fabulous Jada kiss on that track oh snap major key is to me holy, in my key, mind,
1: holy key is the no- oh my god holy key is
0: holy key is wow. crazy like
1: wow i wonder how long it took them to make that
0: just i'm pretty like i doubt the sample must have been hard because Khaled basically whenever he touches anything it must be pretty easy to get the sample because it's not like he disrespects the sample but i think in his case in this album he was just like just sauce me the sample give me three weeks let big sean write something if he bothers to write um and like Kendrick writes something if he bothers to write anything, and then pff, let's see what happens, and then you just have musical, you know, holy grail, literally, right there on that track. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love that album from beginning to end. It's something that you can there's listen, a- that you can listen mm-hmm. on in the car too. what you were saying.
1: Yeah, there's one that's called "Forgive Me, Forgive mm-hmm. Me, Father." Oh. The vocals of the, some of the artists on that. I feel like DJ Khaled, especially on his summer albums, makes them bring out their vocals, not not just regular like concert vocal, like mm. their actual vocals. As if they're performing for like the most important person. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I think he has that ability and it, it works very well on a summer album. Uh, better than a winter album because a summer you feel like okay i want to listen to this at a concert i want to listen to this at a coachella i want to listen to this at a veld or ovo or all those type of stuff yeah you know that's a crazy type of feel that you want to have and i i'm so sad because 2020 like we i don't think we really had a summer album per se um or like a real summer defining track because i'll tell you this and for anybody who's, who wasn't alive or wasn't listening to hip-hop, like I was listening to hip-hop in 2012, in 2016, remember 2016 when you had one dance and controller, and work and for free yeah. all in one
1: summer? Yeah, it was hit after hit after hit after it was hit. hit after hit. And then like 2020. Were... 2020 is just at one miserable hit after another. It's just like, <laughs> can you just listen to music?
0: It's just like, no, I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, it's not even hard to really put out a good summer song. Like I, anybody could really put it. All you need is a very simple sample, and you rap happy on it. Exactly. The closest thing I think I've come to a summer bop was uh, Lil Mosey's Blueberry Fago. Closest thing I came to a summer bop, and that was released in like March. March. And- maybe maybe march like it's not even that deep into the summer and nobody's listening to it anymore yeah but but yeah it's crazy do you think that we still have summer out like we're still gonna have summer albums the way we go with streaming because i don't think so
1: i mean I think we're going to have some summer albums after we get through whatever whatever whatever's going on right now. I think we're, there's somebody who's going to release a big summer album and then we're going to have to hold on for it for dear life for a couple of years <laughs> years after that.
0: <laughs> I need a summer album like JT's Future Future Love Sounds, Future Sex Love, and love Sounds. I need something like that. I need I need an album that I can sit down, listen to, but also go out and listen to with my friends. And I know that's not hip hop, but uh, I need something like Views. Yes. In retrospect, Views is arguably one of Drake's best projects. And the reasoning is very simple. Um, During that entire album, it is such a love letter to the city of Toronto that if you don't come from Toronto, you, you won't understand it. Exactly. There are so many references to the city in it. You're just like, wow. Weston Road. Weston flows. I did the thing for my brother, Renny. Um, all through it. Even Hotline Bling feels like it's a love letter to Toronto because it's literally what you were here in a Toronto, um, what's it called, elevator. Like exactly. all of it, all of this sounds like it's just Toronto put in an album. And then you remember you have pop style. You have too good, too good with Rihanna. I'm sorry. Can we talk about that track for a hot second? That's the summer track.
1: Yes, exactly. makes you want
0: to dance. It makes me want to dance. But at the same time, when I start, when you start listening to the lyrics, you're just like, wait, whoa, I'm too Hold good up. to you. <laughs> I'm way too good to you. You took my love for granted? I just don't understand it. Ah! Like, when you go on a track like Mm. that, and you're just like, and you're thinking about it, you're like, oh, snap. This is the prelude to Marvin's Room. And then you have Marvin's Room to hold you down when you go home, because you still miss that ex, the one that you said you were too good for. Mm. You know? But, um,
1: yeah.
0: It's crazy. I love
1: it. But I feel like that's Drake's specialty, though.
0: Mm. Yeah. it is Drake's specialty to make you think about your ex to make you think about your emotions and how you feel about everything in the world I don't know if there's I think probably every summer since I was maybe 12 there's at least been one hot Drake song probably since I yeah. was 12 and that was in 2013 we mm, around that time yeah but like now I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, this dude can actually, can actually make a hit for the summer. The one person, is there anybody you think should have made a summer hit by now? Like something that could take over the summer, you can listen to on the radio. If, there, if there's an artist you would have wanted to see do that.
1: Well, I'd say Rihanna. Rihanna with a soca bop. You don't think Rihanna has a summer hit? I think she has a summer hit, but she should have dropped one by now, for 2020.
0: Whoa! I think, what? Alexa G, are you high? No. <laughs> Do you need help? No. <laughs> okay, because I'm just wondering, I, I understand everybody's talking about like Rihanna's new album. Everybody wants to hear Rihanna's new album. Yeah. Yeah, she needs to say. drop that. <laughs> you, she
1: needs to drop that. But I, she just... keeps saying, no, no, no. But like, we need something like there's with the greats like Rihanna, she needs to, I'm not saying she needs to constantly drop something, but when you're teasing something for so
0: long, how much longer do you want us to hold on to something? You see what I mean? I, I see what you mean, but I'm looking at Rihanna's entire discography off the top of my head. And I'm just like, look, she's given us enough summer bops to last us three lifetimes. She got. She made. But But stop teasing us,
1: though. <laughs> but but stop
0: teasing us. Look, it, it, I think but it's brilliant. Stop teasing brilliant. us. I'm not the type to be teased. I understand. I totally understand your fact. But like, as I say to a lot of people, it is a great marketing scheme for her. The more she teases people oh, with true. this album, all right, and the more people tease and they're like, okay. We think Drake's on this album. No, actually, so weekend can on this album. No. Jay Cole's appearing on this album. It makes you think about her. It makes you want yeah. to buy this album whenever this thing drops. And I'm not talking about, oh, we're going to go on Spotify and listening to it one time, two times. No. We're oh, going to you're physically buy it.: We're going to go physically buy it at your local store because you want to hear what she has to say in a CD form i'm telling you guys that's what's gonna happen and we haven't had a full album from her since auntie auntie that was 2016.
1: that's when she had um with drake
0: uh that's when she had work
1: Uh, during
0: that during that i think it was during that same time that she put out wild thoughts uh loyalty with kendrick off of damn uh and it was truly i think lemon too from uh nerd for the album, uh, No One Ever Really Dies. So, all that. And you think she needs another track? Dog, how? How can Nikki? she, of all people, need another track? Remember, she was on all of the lights. She was on Fly by Nick. Oh, my God. Uh, What's wait, My before. Name?
1: Only Girl in the World. Dog. If you're talking about summer hits, all of the lights. The original and the, the, the remake. Because the original has like less, like less of the rappers, but then the remake, that's where it hits.
0: Ooh. The remake is where everybody went, to, when, all the rappers went crazy on that. But yeah. like, we're talking- I'd love to
1: be in the recording se- session for that.
0: That would be know, awesome. I don't even think they could have recorded in the same room. And here's a simple reason why. Could you have, like, all these people record in such, I feel like they all record in very different ways. Low Wayne is the type of person who literally, I'm I'm not kidding, probably goes into the booth, freestyles, re-listens to himself, goes back into the booth, freestyles a part of it, then freestyles another part. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Like he's redoing his freestyle until he gets the perfect verse. And that's why you have amazing wordplay, but also you have really weird shifts in uh, his flow. Like, excuse my charisma, vodka with the Switzer, so swagger down Pat, call myself Patricia. you militia, and I am the commission. You all star music, cause the essence of finition. So, misunderstood, but what's the one without enigmas? Two women at the same time, sick and not swimmers. Got the girl twisted, cause you open when you twist her. Never met a chick, but I love her like I missed her. Life is a switch, and death is a sister. Sleep is a kind of one screw up family picture. When you listen to Six or Seven Foot, you realize that there's a really weird switch in flow. And I'm pretty sure that's when you stopped freestyling and started another freestyle just because you could. Then you have Drake, who'll probably write this whole thing down.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and then, then analyze it. And then
1: reanalyze it. How much is this going to make this person think about their ex or be in their feels?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or do I sound rich enough in this? Yeah. Do I sound relatable enough and do I sound rich enough? Like, do I, am I on that border of I'm rich enough to own your company, but I'm also the same guys, I'm also feeling the same emotional woes that you feel because I'm still a human yeah. being. Um, I think that's kind of Drake's flex and then you have Kanye. He, let's, can we just say he's
1: just gone
0: Actually, give me a quick section, a quick minute. Let me just move this thing here. Um, I just need to talk to everybody in a way that we can all easily, easily understand. Hey, Kanye. I was a fan. I was a fan. But, dog, I don't know what's going on with you. I just want the best for you. I just want you to be happy. I want you to be happy with your kids and your wife. But please, don't go for president. Don't ruin summer 2020 please. for me. Please. please. Please is all we ask. You are sincerely the rated R. See, I just needed to do that for, like, posterity reasons. At least nobody can say I did not try to save the world.
1: All right.
0: So if he watches this podcast, he knows... There's somebody who will not vote for him. There's at least one person who will not vote for him. It won't be a 100% landslide victory. Exactly. But yeah. Uh, Then you have Kid Cudi, and he's just an entire creative...
1: Is he still alive?
0: Yeah. Yo, he released The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim, a song with Slim Shady. And he was saying in an interview with Lil Wayne, yeah, Mm man embodied me on my own stuff. And I'm like, and and Lil Wayne admitted... I, I know that feeling. Yeah.
1: I know that feeling. Yeah, anybody who raps with an with
0: Eminem, just just you know accept your reality. Look. A white guy can rap better than you. It's <laughs> not like he's a white guy. And I think Eminem at this point has transcended the fact that he's white. At this yeah. point, he is a cultural staple to the to the hip hop in general. When Snoop Dogg releases his list of top 10 rappers of all time, and Eminem wasn't on that list, I really looked at it, and I'm just like, really, Snoop? Really? Really? You're going to do this man like that? You're, you're going to do this guy, the same guy who you've said in interviews, multiple times. I would not make a song with him because he body me on my own song. You're really going to tell me you're not going to put him in your top 10 greatest rappers of all time?
1: I think he um, smoked one too many that day. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I understand. But I also understand. We had Slick Rick with a pioneer. Ice Cube. They, duh. It's just crazy. Yeah. LL Cool J. Um, KRS-One. Rakim. Uh, Run DMC. Uh, Big Daddy Kane. Ice T. Too short. I think probably from the perspective of Snoop on that list, which was also released during the summer, I think, um, that it was more like the people he looked up to because most of those guys were before him. Yeah. Which is yeah. noteworthy to say because uh, Snoop entered the game with really young, he was like 17, 18. Like, he was really young. Not Bow Wow young, but young. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it was more. It looks more like people he looked up to than people who were great all time. Because if you're looking up great all time and you don't have Biggie on your list, on your list, you don't have Andre, two thousand on your list, you don't have Eminem on your list. Is that really a list?
1: No.
0: No. But actually, my question to you now, because I think I've, you know, if you read the Rap Class, you already know who my top five of all time is and that's Biggie um Nas Eminem uh and I'm not talking about in specific order but Biggie Nas Eminem uh yeah I'd like to say the other one but that that's an article that will be coming out very very soon uh but that's my top five and I know I'm missing one I am Truly sorry for those who are keeping count. Uh, but Alexa, who are your top five rappers of all time? This is your interview for the Rap Clash blog. I hope that you have the proper answer so that you may keep this <laughs> project going. So
1: for the longest time, it's and still now, Eminem.
0: Mm-hmm. Preach.
1: Drake, of course.
0: OK, you can keep your job. <laughs>
1: Jay Cole.
0: Okay, you can keep your job.
1: I need my last two. Um, let's see.
0: No Biggie, no Jay, no da. Uh-huh.
1: Biggie, yes, because my aunt made me grow up listening to B- to Biggie.
0: Cause it was all a dream. We used to read Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy gear up in the limousine.
1: And logic. logic logic makes me feel some kind of way okay
0: no i'm not against your idea like i would never put him as like a greatest of all time i would say he was a great in his era right and i'd understand any member of the rap pack who would join uh in that but um yeah let me just take the the reins for this for a few seconds because i i feel like i should talk about this very simply um and it's the fact that logic isn't a bad rapper i don't think he's a bad rapper i've said it in in the previous edition of the rap clock podcast logic i love his stuff i like listening to logic the everybody album young sinatra's one two three and four Uh, under pressure the un like the true story but is he the greatest rapper of all time contention? No. And I think it's more a problem, again, I think more it's a problem of timing than it is a problem of him not being good at his thing. I believe if the Everybody album had dropped even a year, maybe two years earlier, it would have made a lot more noise than if it had dropped at the time that it had dropped back in 2017 if Young Sinatra 4 had dropped, I think Logic was either too ahead of his time with The True Story and he was too beyond, beyond his own time when it came to stuff like a Supermarket and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Like those albums, if he had released them at the beginning of his career, I would have been, you know, okay, I can understand that. I don't really like those albums. I can understand at the beginning of your career if you're putting out stuff like that. But otherwise, Logic, I don't think he could be a GOAT top five conversations of a guy. But I see you, what you
1: mean. Yeah.
0: But you have your own opinions, and I respect your opinion. Hence why you get to keep your job. Congratulations. Be happy, see. Be happy, see you. Be happy see you. Um, But yeah, what's the so is there any honorable mentions because i know that you had no females in your in your group yet you see, are a very you're a very staunch feminist
1: see for female rappers they don't they don't really i don't know there's something about female rappers that i'm just like i don't i don't know how to explain it cardi I b don't even, yeah cardi b remy I like her, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. She doesn't do what J. Cole does for me. Remy Ma. Maybe.
0: Nicki Minaj.
1: See, Nicki Minaj, she's one of, like, this is a whole summer thing. If I want to be in, like, a chill vibe mood or something, and I want to blast something in the car while, while we're driving somewhere, yeah, but, like, When I listen to rap,
0: I want to listen for, like, the... The idea. The meaning? Cool. So here's my homework to you. And here's my homework to every single person that's going to be watching this. Like, share, and subscribe the video. Go listen to the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. I've actually, like, the first person who told me to listen to that album told me I should listen to it once every so often once every fewish years and you'll get a completely different perspective of the album it's one of those few pieces of work that the biography of Malcolm X the bible well the bible for me like very specifically for i'm a believer um are some of those projects that you'll re that you'll reread rewatch, and have a completely different perspective years later so that's what i'm telling you to do go listen to the miseducation of lauren hill From top to bottom. Live, laugh, cry, eat, pray. Do whatever you need to do while you're doing it. Just listen to that entire album and zone out. And then the next time you come on the Rap Clash podcast, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the miseducation of Lord and Hell with you. How does that sound? Yes. And you can give me your full entire review, how you feel about this project. All right. Because there is no cold, there is no yay without Miss Lauren Hill herself. You'll I just have- need to get that out there. Because exactly. I need to, I always need to show some love to Miss Lauren Hill, an icon on all icons. So we are out of time for this episode of the Rap Clash podcast. I'd like to thank my guest Alexa G for coming on to the show. It's truly been an honor. It's going to be amazing. Working with you. Do you have anything else to tell everybody before we go?
1: Draco's mm, the best.
0: All right. You're already putting in a little something for her first article that will be coming out very, very soon. So don't miss that. When it comes out, it will be on social media. We'll probably put it here on the community page like share and continue to subscribe our subscribers are going up almost every single day and it is truly an honor and a blessing to be a part of this thank you alexa for coming on to the show today this is where the rated are remember like share and subscribe have an amazing and wonderful day you amazing human beings and we will see you guys next time